Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Print On Demand cast. As always, I'm Josiah, joined with my host, Travis Ross. Travis, how's it going, man? Uh, happy Monday as we're recording. How's your weekend? How's your Monday? What's going on? How's the things? Update update the people. People want to Weekend was... How you doing? Um, weekend was great. Weekend was normal. Uh, went out to dinner with some friends on Saturday and um, enjoyed that. My My daughter actually... Uh, she went on a trip to Seattle. She left like Thursday and came back Saturday night and it was oh, wow. just her and two other of her girlfriends and they had a really good time. And, um, yeah, so, um, awesome. getting all of the info on her story and all of her stuff. Uh, I do have to say, cause, um, I know there are at least a few people in the, uh, listening audience that care about Arsenal football club. And, uh, yeah. this was quite the weekend for Arsenal. We beat our North London rivals, the Tottenham Hotspurs. Um, nice. who, what a name. Oh, they, they are the worst. We, we <laughs> despise them uh, as Arsenal fans. Anyway, we beat them 2-0 and are still first in the league. It's, um, it's an amazing season. We're having a great time almost halfway nice. through the season. So anything can happen, but um, we're going to, we're going to enjoy it. Uh, you know, why we can We're yeah. we're getting ready to go to ISS. This yes. Weekend? Yes. Thursday. We leave Thursday. Yeah. Got these, uh, we we printed these little. Uh, oh yeah, mic flags. Are, this is a mic flag, so we'll have like a yeah. mic microphone in here, and yeah. we're gonna use it so on the floor. What, what what you'll know, what you'll find out if you come to ISS is that we were we're gonna ask if you have a dad joke because we want to know. So <laughs> we'll be capturing content, doing interviews, have the mic flags. Well, that's gonna look super official. I'm actually really excited because it's i mean mm -hmm. you always see those mic flags on you know sports broadcasts and all that kind of stuff and now it's like it's legit that was awesome printed on our very own uv machines yeah uv yeah. printed your ourselves i mean it's yeah it's it's awesome great advertisements like how'd you do that we make them so like we can print on those so <laughs> hit us up let us know we'll teach you we'll teach you how, how it works <laughs> that's right that's awesome. Well, we got a, a great episode coming up. Um, mm -hmm. An interview, finally. Um, I say finally. It seems like it's been a minute, but I know we enjoy interviews because we get to learn and, and talk to cool people, interesting people. Mm -hmm. The listeners enjoy interviews because they don't have to listen to us anymore. It's done. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, we have a, a great interview uh, for you guys today for this week's main event with a guy that that reached out to us, Adam Young, um, mm -hmm. reached out to us on YouTube, uh, you know, said he'd love to chat. We accepted the in invitation and, you know, lots of good stuff coming at you guys. At least two golden yeah. nugget moments about to drop. And we don't well, we, we haven't landed on a, on, a, on a bumper for it yet, but it <laughs> happened. Uh, it was spur of the moment. So we're really excited for you guys to to hear Adam and what his his journey has been. Yeah. Um, 
really cool guy. Um, really enjoyed our conversation with him. So yeah, um, yeah. let's let's not let any cats out of the proverbial bags, and let's no. just jump into it. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. This week's main event: our interview with Adam Young. Ladies and gentlemen, the main event. All right, Travis, I'm excited to have our next guest on the show for this week's main event, someone who actually found us. We didn't necessarily find him. He kind of reached out, started chatting, and through conversation, uh, we have invited Adam Young onto the show. So for those of you that are listening, here's a little bit about Adam before we bring him on. Adam Young is an online entrepreneur who has experience with print-on-demand, blogging, affiliate marketing, and Amazon KDP. Sounds like he would be a great guest. Good thing we booked him. <laughs> uh, he began his journey back in 2015 selling on eBay and Amazon FBA and has always loved the concept of self-employment, self-employment, passive income, and scaling out digital business. Well, mm-hmm. like I said, seems like our kind of people. So I'm excited to invite or to bring to the show Adam Young. Adam, thanks so much for taking time out of your schedule and, and joining us. And thanks for reaching out initially. It's great to have you. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys. I'm happy to be here. This is great. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, like like Josiah said, you you reached out in the uh, in the YouTube, yep. uh, in one of our YouTube videos, and um, look, listening to that uh, intro that Josiah just gave you, man. Um, we have very similar paths, except <laughs> okay. it sounds like you're still doing the you know the internet digital side, and I'm you know sitting in a a warehouse making this shit, you know, so, right. <laughs> but, but it sounds like we kind of got started in the same way. So it's really cool. You know, it's, um, very awesome. But, um, aside from kind of this whole, uh, intro that Josiah just did, we'd, we'd love to kind of let hear it in your own words, like your whole pre print on demand story Can yeah, you sure. kind of take us back to the beginning and just share a little bit about that. Yeah, no, I'd be happy to. Um, So, you know, I went to college and got a degree and got a normal job, you know, and was working the nine to five, um, like, you know, uh, like many other folks and um, was interested in in learning about some extra ways, some ways to make some extra money, you know, creating a side hustle. And and Mm -hmm. I really um, didn't have any specific direction I was going into, but stumbled on to, you know, I started off literally going to garage sales and buying stuff and then flipping Mm -hmm. them on eBay, you know, that kind of arbitrage thing yeah. and then that oh, led yeah. to yeah that led no, to all, uh, no we know all about that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's still a great it's still a great you little side hustle you can absolutely still do it i mean 100 yep. um so i did that for a little while and then i eventually um stumbled my way into amazon fba and sold mm-hmm. on amazon fba for a couple years i was doing some wholesale um you know buying some stuff wholesale and and kind of repackaging white labeling and then I actually sold, um, I actually sold some um, pet products. I was selling antler chews. You know the antlers that dogs sure. chew oh, on. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I had a contact out west where I could source these antlers, and I was packaging them up and selling them. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so I did that for a couple of years. But as you guys probably know, that's a lot of manual labor, right? You got to literally yeah. get the stuff, yeah, package sure. it up. You got to send it into the warehouse. You know, there's this upfront cost. So then I heard about merch by Amazon. Right, which was this print-on-demand platform. I put how, it. How did a, you hear about that? I just I'm curious because I I'm I'm just curious how question. you heard about that. 
I heard about it, I think from when I was just doing Amazon FBA, this would have been back in like 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. in some of the like Facebook groups and Reddit forums and stuff like that. Okay. And someone in one of the groups or forums had mentioned it, right? That, hey, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are, are switching to Merch by Amazon or that this is another Amazon program, mm-hmm. right? That you can apply yeah. for. And so I literally applied not even knowing what print on demand was. Like I, I read the little thing. I was like, I'm just going to put in an application and put in an application and um, <laughs> didn't hear back for like six months. Um, and then, and then got an email. I was like, Hey, you've been approved. You know, you're, you can open an account. So, um, then I was like, okay, I got to figure this out. Like, how does this work? What does this all mean? You know, how does it, how does it work? And, yeah, right. and started off in, uh, so that was 2017 whenever I applied to MBA and started off my very first month with merch by Amazon in January of 2018. Okay. So, um, this will mark this January marks my six started my six year as wow. on merch by Amazon. Hmm. And That's since awesome. then, I've I've done some Etsy. You know, I've opened a couple Etsy shops, a okay. Redbubble shop, Amazon KDP, which is mm-hmm. it's kind of like print on demand, but with sure. you know, for books. With books. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and then I got into some blogging and stuff like that. So you know, I'm obviously I've got shiny object object syndrome, right? Where <laughs> oh, I got to try this and try this. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's there's pros and cons to that. Uh, I definitely you know, um, jump around a little bit, but I, I'm starting to kind of narrow my focus and have figured out what I, what works best for me, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and my sort of my strengths and, and, um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm all in now. I, I left my full-time job in late 2020, kind of at the, oh, wow, of the okay. pandemic. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. you know, a lot of, a lot of stories you hear where people, you know, the pandemic affects their full-time employment. I was working at a local university and um our enrollment for students was a, the a lar- large population of the student population um was foreign students okay mm-hmm. so okay. we relied on foreign students oh, from overseas wow. to come yeah. well when the pandemic happened they weren't that's letting not, anyone that's come not going to happen yeah. yeah so what happened was enrollment plummeted and that's mm. the main that's yeah. the main payroll for that's how you get paid yeah. you get paid yeah. right so yeah. when that happened i mean they were just making cuts left and right i had already thought i was already kind of doing this and thought man if i only i could dedicate my full time and it was like the universe mm-hmm. gave me a sign so i left on my own terms i was fortunate but that was sort of the little hint that i needed so since yeah. 2020 i've been doing this full time wow awesome that, yeah that's incredible you mentioned some of the shops that that you have active so you you're currently selling on March by Amazon still. Mm-hmm. Two, how many? Two, a couple Etsy shops. One, two, two Red Etsy Bubble. shops. Okay, yep. two Etsy wow. shops and one Redbubble shop. What awesome. differentiates your two Etsy shops? Basically, one one of them is just a generalist um, print on demand shop where I just repurpose a lot of my designs that I'm using with Merch by Amazon, mm-hmm. and they go to they go on they go on into that shop. It's kind of like it doesn't really target a specific audience, so to speak. Sure. And then the other one is a very niche specific, specific audience that I've sort of um, tailored some products to. And, and, you know, there's a growing sort of industry. It's an occupational sure. field. Um, mm-hmm. So one's, one's very focused and the other one's very broad. Very broad. Okay. Nice. That makes sense. Yeah. And um, just so people understand, um, it's actually like a lot of, I've heard a lot of misinformation out there that you can't have more than one Etsy shop. And um, I have two. And mm-hmm. Adam, you have too. And it's 
it's completely okay. Um, and we just want you guys to know as long as you're not selling the same products on the, exactly. on the other channel, um, that's really the basic rule of, of the whole deal. You can have multiple Epsi shots and it's totally fine. Um, and I love the way you did it. You have more of a general shop mm -hmm. and then you have more of a niche down specific targeted demographic yep, um, yeah. that you're targeting with, with Etsy shop number two. That's exactly, I think a lot of people do that and or they might even go, okay, on this shop, I only sell this one particular product. It right. may be more general, but uh, in the uh, niches that I'm attacking, but Maybe it's just posters. That's all I right. do on this, you know, channel or whatever. Or you can go the way you did with, we're going to, I'm only going to serve cat lovers and I'm going to do yeah. mugs and shirts and hats and whatever. Right. Um, but it's really niche down. So, so yeah. yeah, there's a lot of opportunity there on Etsy. It sounds like you, you kind of figured that out and, uh, and jumped on the bandwagon. That's, that's yeah. awesome, man. That's great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think you, I think you put that perfectly. And yeah, I, I haven't had any tr trouble with two shops. I, I mean, I, I know a lot of people that have multiple shops. You just, yeah, just, just let Etsy know, you know, be transparent about it. You know, it's, yeah. there's nothing fishy. You say, Hey, I've got a different, a different, I'm serving a different audience. I, this is a totally different brand, you know? Um, mm -hmm. you know, if you do that, I mean, Etsy's in the business of wanting people to sell stuff on their platform. <laughs> sure. You know? Right. Sure. <laughs> sure. So out of all the platforms that you're that you're currently on, Adam, would you say is Merch by Amazon your most lucrative or your kind of your bread and butter, your main focus? Or how would you kind of split that up if you had to take all the platforms and decide what's your main source of revenue at the moment, which one's doing best? What's yeah. that breakdown look like? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Uh, Merch by Amazon is definitely my bread and butter. That's my okay. biggest one. Um, that's the one that um, I've been on the longest um, I'm in tier 100,000, so I've been able to sort of upgrade my slots. And, and anytime you do that, you can put out more designs. I can I can test more and figure out what you know what's getting sales. And um, so that that's really my bread and butter. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, what I what I pri primarily put most of my time into the Etsy shops. Um, I would say come in second, um, and then um, probably right in there somewhere with the Etsy shops would be Amazon KDP. Okay. Okay. And then, and then after that, it would be um, Redbubble would be my would be okay. after that. And then I have a couple yeah. blogs. Those aren't necessarily print on demand, um, but I, I have a couple of blogs that I'm using to actually promote my print on demand products, if that makes sense, and and use them hmm. as okay, yeah. kind of like target certain print on demand products that match the content that I'm posting on that blog. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're niche down and you're Etsy store number two, that makes a lot of sense because yeah. you can have, you can start a blog on the same exact niche exactly. and reference those products a lot and probably reference some of your merch by Amazon products as well. Definitely. Um, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a really great strategy guys. That's a golden nugget, by the way. Um, if you want to do that, that's you should really have like an, an alarm sound effect or something or you should like it's a golden nugget. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't make any sense, but it's <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> It's a good one. We'll have to work yeah. on that. You've Wait, I got one. Tips. Here we go. That was awesome. There yeah. you go. Or here's another one. I want to win. If hey. you want to win, yeah, Golden That's Nugget, right. rewind and one and understand why we played three consecutive sound bites that have no coherency to them at all. They don't go together. Yeah. Uh, but let, okay, so let's let's kind of kind of niche down or dial in on, on the yeah, go ahead, Travis. I feel like you have another. Oh, yeah. I was going to, I was just going to ask, um, before we get into kind of some of those specific questions about merch by mm -hmm. Amazon, I'm, I'm curious, like, um, 
what are you seeing in 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 regards to like uh, similar products on different channels? Like um, you say, you mentioned you test a lot on Merch by Amazon. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if the testing that you do on Merch by Amazon has any correlation with what you decide to launch on Etsy, or if you're doing completely separate testings on Etsy. In other words, is there any correlation? Are they the same kind of buyer? Are they totally different? Is you know like what yeah. what's your experience there? No, that's another great question. Um, so I think what I've seen or, or really one of the biggest things that I've noticed that are picked up on is the type of designs or sort of just, I guess, maybe the type of uh, content or, yeah, you know, designs mm-hmm. for, for each different platform. So, okay. you know, for for Amazon, I have a lot of success with designs that would almost seem outdated on something like Etsy. So I think some mm-hmm. of the some of the trends and some of the styles and things like that, that I, that are on Etsy are a little bit more ahead than what's on Amazon. Amazon is a lot okay. of the like, uh, you know, big, big design on, on a, on a shirt, right. If mm-hmm. you're doing a standard tee, a big design, something that's really pops on the front, you know, yep. whereas Etsy, I feel like it's a little bit more stylistic, um, mm. maybe, maybe a simple text or something like that. Not necessarily these big, loud and, and bright kind of designs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Redbubble as an example, I find a lot of success with, um, things that, that look good on stickers or water okay. bottles. Um, this, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I think a lot of people that shop on Redbubble, at least for what I'm uploading, they're not necessarily looking for apparel. They're looking for other merchandise. Like, like I mentioned, these I stickers or, you know, I mean, wall clocks, um, uh, the, the water bottles, you know, things like that, that's almost going to be like a, a more of a decorative piece, right. Or, mm-hmm. or, a, um, a statement piece, you know, something they stick on their laptop or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've definitely seen some differences in sort of the designs. I can typically look at design and say, okay, I know this will do good on Etsy, or I know this will do good on merch by Amazon and this will do yeah. good on, you know, red bubble. Okay. Sure. That's cool. awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah, let's, you know, what I was going to ask before was just focusing on Merch by Amazon. Um, tell us a little bit about, like, you know, how you create your designs and how many designs you're uploading, kind of what that process looks like uh, yeah. as you've been building that platform out. Yeah, definitely. So um, I'm not a graphic designer, or I should say I'm not a talented graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do some graphic design myself, and I've tried to teach myself um, as much as I can, but the bulk of my portfolio is stuff that I research and then I outsource and I hire graphic designers to create for me. Um, I I have been able to have some success with a small um, uh, sort of sub niche of designs. And that was that, that I, that I do myself. And that's just text-based designs, fonts, I love fonts, right? So Mm. that's, that's one thing I learned early on. It's like, well, I can't hand illustrate, you know, a dragon doing some cool thing, <laughs> but you know, I could type on a keyboard and there's so many different fonts and these fonts mm. can be really impactful, right? Depending on right. Uh, the design and what you're trying to do. So I do a, a lot of the simple designs and, and, and text-based designs I do myself, but most of the, of the illustrative or graphic design work I'm outsourcing and I've mm-hmm. got, um, at any time between one and two um, part-time graphic designers 
that nice. I work with on Google Docs. And basically, I send them batches of graphic design work that's all in a related niche. So hmm. when I first started, I would say, you know, I want a St. Patrick's Day design, and then I want a Valentine's design, and then I want a Fourth of July design, and then I want a, you know, fishing design. And they were kind of jumping all around, and there really wasn't hmm. any cohesion. So I, I quickly learned that it's better to do this in batches. So now what I'll do is I'll order like 10 or 20 different designs all within the same niche. And okay. within, within that niche, I'll test a couple different types of designs, right? Maybe something that's more simplistic and maybe something that's very, you know, bright and, and, and uh, colorful and, you know, strong statement piece, but it'll be the same niche, the same keywords. And then I can get some feedback on what sells and what clicks, you know, what kind of clicks am I getting? What kind of feedback am I getting? Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's pretty much my process is I'm outsourcing a lot of my design work. I'm doing all the research, all the keywords and descriptions and, you know, okay. the SEO backend stuff. Mm -hmm. I do all the uploading myself hmm. and um, I just kind of keep this constant churn. And then if I have any products that I think I can repurpose on, Etsy or Redbubble or even on Amazon KDP, then I'll put them on Redbubble products or I'll put them mm -hmm. on KDP notebook or a journal or something like that and kind of just continue to just, you know, go through that, that system. Yeah. Um, a couple of questions about like the, uh, the graphic design piece. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm curious, uh, for one, um, are you paying per design or are you paying per hour? And then the second question would be, where do you find these designers? Yeah. So I usually pay per design. Okay. Um, I've, I've, I've experimented a little bit with per hour and just, you know, I don't really have anything against it. It just hasn't worked for me and kind of my system. You know, these are, these are usually remote, you know, freelancers and graphic designers. Mm -hmm. and, and I think per design is, it's pretty straightforward, right? It's like, you're going to get this much per design and they, they know what they're getting and how, and, yeah. and if I do a good job of, of explaining what kind of graphic design I want, giving them examples mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be, it shouldn't take them more time than, you know, what's agreed upon to make it. So yeah, usually do per design. And I mean, I've found designers from, uh, all over the place. I, you know, I've used Fiverr before mm -hmm. I've used Upwork before, um, I've had some pretty good success on um, onlinejobs.ph. Are you guys yep. familiar with that? Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yep. had some good success there. You can really find some talented folks and some, especially for longer term work. Yeah. Not, not a platform you want to go to for, you know, one design or 10 designs, but longer term, you know, when you're ready to pick somebody up part time and, and have steady contribution, I've had some good luck there. And then my, my, my secret platform that I've had some of the best success with is actually just Instagram and mm -hmm. just literally searching for hashtags that are either match the niche of the type of design I'm looking for, um, or mm -hmm. hashtags like freelance designer, freelance graphic artist, graphic artist. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most of these graphic artists, they, they have some kind of visual uh, portfolio and a lot of them use Instagram and I'll, I'll literally just message them. Some of them don't even advertise as a graphic <laughs> designer. They're just, they're just artists, you know, and I'll say, Hey, I love your work. I explain what I do and say, would you be interested in doing a commission? I'll, I'll pay you, you know, a paid commission piece. I'll pay you this much. This is kind of what I'm looking for. And I found some really, really talented folks that way. So Instagram oh. is another one. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I hadn't heard that one before. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. 
That's another golden nugget. I want a queen! to be that for the rest of this show's existence so um <laughs> uh so you said you have a couple designers do you have anyone else that currently helps in the business or in your business you know anyone that's kind of working part-time for you? is it just you and your designers what's the it's structure just, like it's just me and my designers and my girlfriend my girlfriend will help me out so um mm. she helps me out whenever i get backed up with stuff you know she'll she'll jump on and help me do some research or you know if i need to put some revisions in revisions on some some designs or something like that she helps me out but i don't use any um i don't use any vas or anything um uh so it's pretty much just just me and my girlfriend and then you know whatever whatever kind of outsourced help that that we hire which is like i said usually graphic designers well wow, that was uh that was that's a great answer but i was completely distracted by josiah just ghosting us <laughs> and then coming back in the wrong spot and <laughs> Yeah, I saw um, everything you, jumping around there. Yeah, and you, Adam, you just, you just, just kept trucking. Hey, so I just good job, man. <laughs> hey, um, other. Oh, he just he left again. I don't know what's going on with his thing, but um, I was curious. Um, uh, you kind of talked about this earlier, but like, how how does your merch business intersect with your Etsy business? And I, is it is it kind of just what you've said, where if something does well on Amazon merch, um you may end up putting it on Etsy because obviously you have a million slot way up, you know, hundred thousand tier 100,000 yeah. in merch by Amazon. So you can do a lot with that Etsy, yeah. you know, it's 20 cents every time you, you know, right. list something. So there's a cost with that. What is your kind of, I guess, criteria for, Hey, we're going to, um, you know, put we're going to put this to Etsy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's a good point. Yeah, it's twenty cents per listing whenever you whenever you add on Etsy, and so uh, that that can't add up. I mean, if you have hundreds yeah. or even thousands of different you know products in your shop, it definitely adds up. Um, so I do try and be strategic about what I move to the Etsy shops. So mm -hmm. on my general shop, um, which has quite a few designs on it, I only move something over there that either a was specifically designed for Etsy because it's you know, like I was saying, that that sort of uh, style that I think will that typically does well on Etsy, or B, if it's already had success on Merch by Amazon. Because if I can prove, mm -hmm. okay, somebody out there bought this on Merch by Amazon, right? I've reached some kind of customer. Now it's worth the twenty cents to put it up on Etsy and see if it'll if it'll get some sales that way. Okay. And then on my on my niche specific shop, um, on that one. Um, it's not quite as big a, a portfolio of products because it's okay. like I said, it's it's very specific. Um, so I don't have as many designs, but I have I what I do there is I'll test a lot of different products. So I'll do apparel, oh, but then I'll also do a lot of the other stuff on there, like uh, phone cases, you know, laptop cases, um, sticker packs, um, uh, you know, hoodies and tank tops, and you know. A bunch mm -hmm. of different things and, and that's typically repurposing designs that are on the shop that have sold if i sold it on a t-shirt then i'll go and put it on if it applies then i'll go and put it on half a dozen different a pair uh, different merchandise types like those you know water bottles and phone cases right. and stuff are you just using printful or are you using printify and printful or other uh suppliers right now i'm just using printful okay just using printful i i want to try printify i've heard good things mm -hmm. um I just haven't, that's just, you know, one of my <laughs> many to-do lists. 
Um, I want to, I want to try and put in some printify stuff and, and kind of test the waters with them as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Let's see what else we got here. Just size. Can, can you hear me? Am I back? You are back. Yep. Oh my God. That was awful. That's terrible. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden it was just like <laughs> your camera's done anyway. Um, so yeah. Um, did you guys touch on Amazon ads yet? That was a question. No, there. that was yeah. the next okay. one. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you mentioned in your in the bio, you kind of sent her kind of the form that we sent you to fill out, um, which is the sum total of our vetting process um, that you filled out for us, <laughs> that you have had some success with Amazon ads. So that might be something that those listening may not have that much experience with, but could maybe yeah. definitely benefit from. So do you have any tips you could share? uh concerning amazon ads and your experience and the successes you've had with that yeah definitely um so i've been doing amazon ads i actually ran amazon ads even back when i was doing fba so i've been mm -hmm. on there um for a couple of years now and it, you know the platform changes and and uh you know the the features and things like that but in generally you know it's it's mostly the same and i think amazon ads are they're a great way to drive traffic to your listings or to promote a product um sure. they they really are, and, and they can be very powerful, but they can be extremely expensive and mm -hmm. they can get away from you quick. If you, um, you know, don't have sort of a strategy and a game plan. So my advice, if you're new to Amazon ads, or if you're interested in starting Amazon ads is don't be afraid to start off very slow or small with your budgets. So you can typically set a daily budget on a, an ad campaign. So for mm -hmm. example, if I wanted to promote, um, say, a, a small group of Valentine's Day shirts for Valentine's Day coming up next month, mm -hmm. I could set, I want to set a daily budget of no more than $5 per day. And, and that mm -hmm. tells the, you know, the ad system, you're not going to allow more than $5 to be spent per day on that. And I think you can go as low as like $1 or $2 per day. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. so go as whatever is your comfort level with, but start small. And then your bids, which is, you know, how much you're going to actually bid um, uh, for a click based on, you know, the type of uh, campaign you're doing, go small with those as well. Um, mm -hmm. Always start low um, and incrementally, you know, increase your bids until you start to see some traction. And, um, you know, that, that's my main advice is just if, yeah. you, if you throw it up and you go, oh, I'm going to do, you know, I could do $20 a day and I'm going to bid you know, 75 cents a click, you're going to blow through some money so quick before you have a long enough data field um, to, to really analyze and determine what's working and what's not. And, yeah. and so I think, you know, starting off the slow or low bids and, and low daily budget, and you want to let these bids run, the longer a, a right. campaign runs, the more data you're going to get. And that is really important to figure out well, which products are getting clicks and which of those clicks are converting to a sale. And, and um, so you really got to run these things for like a couple weeks to, to mm -hmm. really start to some, some, some good traction and get some good data from them. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming you're, you're starting out with automatic uh, as opposed to manual campaigns. I mostly start with automatic campaigns. Yeah. I mostly mm -hmm. do like a, an automatic campaign for, like I said, for like, you know, those batches right. that I mentioned that I designed for I'll oftentimes I'll run a, an automatic lottery campaign for that exact batch. And then right. if any successes, I'll run those over to, um, a manual campaign, mm -hmm. but sometimes I'll, I'll go straight to manual. Like if I'm trying to really push or promote a product, like this past Christmas, I had some Christmas related designs. I was, 
pretty well knew what the you know main group of keywords were and i just mm -hmm. went straight to manual on those and um you know did a manual campaign with some pretty aggressive bids because i wanted to get that up in the rankings yeah. prior to christmas yeah yeah there's so much you can i mean the rabbit hole goes so freaking deep oh, with, yeah. with advertising <laughs> um even just on amazon but they they do make it relatively easy to you know start up um you know, an auto campaign, which basically that just means that Amazon is basically choosing which keywords they think is are relevant based yeah. on your title, your description, your keywords in the back end. And then they send traffic. And to your point, Adam, the longer you can do that, the better Amazon gets mm -hmm. and um, at figuring out what keywords actually are, you know, working. Yep. And so, and then you can also download all that data and you can see what keywords are working. Yep. Um, and to your point, then you can take those keywords or a certain subset of those, put it into a manual campaign, add a couple other things that you think. And and, and in your manual campaign, you can do um, broad match. You can do phrase match. You can do exact match. I, mm -hmm. With my manual campaigns, I'm terrified they're going to screw them up. So most of the time I'm using exact match because I know what, in my mind, this is what the person's going to type yeah. to Amazon in order to find my product. So yeah. I don't want amazon thinking about that you know or right. um and then you can also do negative keywords so if i have a white mug i i do a negative keyword of black mug you know because oh, i don't want somebody to, to search for a black mug with the nurse right. design um yeah because to your point if you didn't do that amazon will show that yeah their system exactly. will show it someone will inevitably click inevitably it and then you just got it. charged but you're not going to get a sale so that's a great point <laughs> yeah and so you can use the negative to kind of um even make those manual campaigns even um, more granular and more directed towards your targeted customer. So like I say, the freaking rabbit hole goes deep. So <laughs> it does. you guys could probably do an entire, you know, podcast yeah. series just on Amazon ads. Yeah. And yeah. no one would listen because it's boring. <laughs> it's a very dense subject. It's yeah, not very this spreadsheet and cross-reference it with this other spreadsheet <laughs> yeah. and then, you know, yeah, carry the one. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I was going to ask you though, um, in regards to, so when I first started merch by Amazon, they didn't allow you to use sponsored ads on merch. Um, it only came later. And then even then, um, at, w at one point it was like a portal that you had to have. It was different than like the old FBA kind of sponsored yeah. ads that you see on seller central. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm curious is, is there a similarity now? Have they kind of merged them all into one, um, the one sponsored products kind of app and you can run ads to your merch by Amazon things and your Amazon seller central things, or are they still separate? You know, that's a good question. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that because okay. my, when I was approved for Amazon ads, it's what you, it's what you were just mentioning where it was like the old, uh, the old portal system, mm -hmm. I guess. Yep, and yep. Yep. Okay. So I got like approved for that, but it wasn't directly linked to my, Amazon Seller merch. Central. Yeah. Oh, to your merch. Okay. So my, it wasn't it wasn't directly linked to my Amazon merch. Whereas now I've from from just talking to some of other folks I know that do merch that are fairly new, they actually in their merch by Amazon platform, once they reach a certain amount of sales or tier, it will say you're now eligible for sponsored ads. And you can gotcha. click within the platform and apply. But I still go to like the old um 
I can't remember exactly what it's called. Um, I know what you're talking about, um, I, and I can't think about it either. But yeah. I know it's a separate login. It's a separate it's a, thing. Exactly. Yeah. That's how mine is. It's still a separate mm -hmm. login and everything. And I think that they've just grandfathered those accounts in, you know, or something. Yeah, okay. But now gotcha. I, I do know that if you apply for the Merch by Amazon program, it, you're not a, you're not eligible for ads right away. But then once you you know, eventually you, you, you hit this metric, bam, you can apply. And then it's like integrated right in your dashboard. Nice. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Well, Josiah, you want to take the next one? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, what does a, a day in the life look like for you? What's your current flow? You said you're doing this full time. So just walk us through the typical day in Adam Young's life, POD workflow. <laughs> How's that look like? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of something funny to say, because I feel like, you know, and maybe you guys can relate to this where you're just like, you know, you're juggling a million different things and you're checking your email or maybe like two or three <laughs> different, you know, I've got two or three different email accounts up on my browser yeah. right now. And, you know, uh, I've got half a dozen different, you know, notes written on three different notepads of things I need to do. And, you know, yeah. your brain's constantly racing. I Sticky mean, um, notes everywhere. Yeah, sticky yep. notes and you know, yeah. that's <laughs> that's the 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 funny version. But you know, I think I think um a typical day for me is is um trying to start off the day prioritizing what I need to get done or what I need to do. Um and that usually revolves around those core sort of businesses or side hustles sure. that we talked about. So, you know, mm -hmm. merch is usually my first thing that I'm you know, I'll go in and I'll check my um my sales dashboard for the day prior to see what I ended the day at. I'll check my ad spend and see if mm -hmm. I need to make any tweaks to my ad spend, you know, my ad campaigns. Um, and then I'll go onto my email and, and check in with my designer and our workflow there to see, does he have any new designs for me to review? Um, mm -hmm. Do I need to give him some more, you know, content to, to create um, and usually get that kind of, uh, you know, put away for a few minutes and then I'll jump to Amazon KDP or to Etsy, or to mm -hmm. Redbubble, um, or my blogs, you know, something along those lines and, and, and sort of jump around between those different systems. And, you know, honestly, that's one thing that I really, um, in 2023 said, I need to get a better structure and a better system, right, on mm -hmm. organize, organization and sure. priorities and things like that. But, you know, um, I'm probably a lot like a lot of other people that maybe started off in this wanting to uh, just make a few extra bucks and then kind of saw the potential and, and you kind of get this growing monster. And then now you're like, man, I've got to, you know, this is a business. This is something I've got to really get my hands <laughs> around, treat it, treat it like a business. And, yeah. and um, you know, it has this ups and downs and challenges like anything else, but you know, I'm on the computer for, geez, I don't know, eight, 10, 12 hours a day. Sometimes that's one yeah. of the reasons I wanted to reach out to you guys because I, you know, when you're a, online entrepreneur or a solopreneur, whatever you want to call it. You know, mm -hmm. I don't have an office and coworkers. I want to network, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. drink beer yeah. with Travis and, and shoot the shit. And, you know what I mean? And, and, and yeah. network a little bit and bounce some ideas and stuff like that. So spent a lot of time on the computer, um, but just trying to kind of keep the ball rolling on these different yeah. things. And that may change throughout the time of year for priorities on, you know, trends and seasons and what I'm working on or certain mm -hmm. projects. Like I started a YouTube channel and, December. And mm -hmm. uh, so that's been sort of at the forefront here lately. I've, I've, yeah. I've been I've been kicking the can on doing a YouTube. I, I've always wanted to try it. And 
finally yeah. my girlfriend said just do it you know so i just jumped in it <laughs> trying it that's awesome what, that's what's awesome. your what's the overall plan with the youtube channel like you know if you think about what you would want it to have or the content you want to put on there uh what does that look like yeah so um i would really like it to be a channel that would almost speak to me five years ago that's that's <laughs> my vision when i started awesome. it, right yeah so i know how it is when you're like you know you need to make a couple extra bucks and you feel like man i know there's potential out there or business opportunity but where do i get started and how do i get started yeah. and so my channel you know right now most of the content i'm i'm putting on there is about print on demand because mm -hmm. that's my bread and butter that's what i right. have the most experience with and i'm trying to kind of start with that narrow focus but over time, I'd like to be able to expand and talk about these other online business opportunities like KDP, you know, sure. like like Etsy, like blogging and, you know, affiliate marketing. And yeah. and I really want to make it so that I mean, you guys have I'm sure have seen on YouTube, you, you can't go more than a few scrolls. And it's just there's so much of these like gimmick, get rich quick kind of yep. skinny yep. stuff on YouTube. And sure. that's not my style. Like I'm yeah. I'm. I'm kind of in the camp of like, look, there is money to be made online. There is real money you can make with print on demand and with KDP, but it ain't going to happen overnight. And yep. it takes work and yeah. focus and commitment. And you've got to treat it like a business and put in the time. So that's kind of like the channel I want to make, right? It's like sure. telling my story, sharing my tips and tricks, mm -hmm. like encourage, motivating people that like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm nothing special. Anyone can do this. If you're right. stubborn enough and you put in the time and the work, you can be successful. You just you just got to stick with it and, and grind it yeah. out. It, it's not yeah. going to happen overnight. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, we did a episode 120, 20 ways to, quote, make money in your sleep. And it was basically just us ripping apart all of these <laughs> get rich quick sleep. They're terrible. Kind of ranting a little bit, but it, it's yeah. it's funny. You might you might appreciate it, Adam. So go check yeah, it out. Yeah, I will. I'll we'll check funny. that out. <laughs> yeah, you'll yeah. just laugh along with us. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome that you say you want to you want to make the the YouTube channel that you wish you would have found mm -hmm. five years ago because that's why we started this podcast. Hundred uh, percent for, for print on demand because it was Travis and I had always talked about this idea for years, realizing mm -hmm. that. Um, and no, obviously, no slight disrespect to anyone that had content out there before we decided to start this show, but it, there definitely seemed to be a whole, like a gap yeah, um, yeah. Of, of a good resourceful information that can kind of help guide you. So we were like, finally, you know, two, two or three years ago, just like, okay, we're just going to bite the bullet and who knows what's yeah. going to happen. And so, so yeah, I, I, love, I love that. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's great. Um, and yeah, I mean, you awesome. guys, you can tell just by listening to you guys, like I said, the couple episodes I've listened to, this is something you guys are, obviously passionate about i think the podcast is really well done i mean you guys got the sound effects you know the cool backgrounds like i was looking at one of the i think the website um uh and you know you guys have got the branding you know all that stuff and the the little intro at the beginning of the podcast um is yeah. really good so you know you guys you could tell you've got um you know an invested interest in this business in this space and it comes through so i i think anytime you can do that and, and kind of share your message or story going to resonate because there's other people out there that that feel the same yeah yeah well thank you for that and the check is in the mail yes. appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. You found another side hustle. Come and just compliment our podcast. We'll <laughs> All just, right. Hey, every, <laughs> every, every 12 episodes, just stop by. Every... <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Oh man. That's awesome. So we're going to go to our magic questions, which is a, a series of questions we ask all of our guests, we ask all of our guests, but first, before we do that, we have to get to another segment that is everybody's favorite uh, moment of the show. And you mentioned the sound effects, Adam, on the show. You'll also come to learn that we have a copious amount of unnecessary bumpers to accompany everything that we do. So with that being said, it's time for this week's dad joke. Time for the weekly dad joke. All right. <laughs> that was great. So, so you good. are the guest of honor, and uh, so we are going to let you go first with your weekly dad joke. All right. Okay, so here it is. Okay, a dad and his kids are taking a long drive down Route 66, going on vacation. And right as the sun's going down, a rabbit runs in front of them, and the dad accidentally hits the rabbit. So he mm. pulls over. The kids are upset. They jump out of the car and they say, oh, my gosh, you know, what happened? What happened? And dad looks down and the rabbit's laying there dead. He thinks, man, what can I do? So he says, I got it. He goes to the trunk of the car. He gets out a can of spray. He shakes it real hard and he runs over to the rabbit and he sprays the rabbit. And the rabbit jumps up, runs about 10 feet, turns around and waves, and then runs again, turns around and waves. Runs again, turns around and waves. And off into the sunset, this rabbit just ran away waving. And the kids are delighted. They're, you know, hugging the dad and they're so happy. And they, they ask the dad and they say, Dad, what, what was in the can? And he holds it up and it says, hairspray restores dead hair and adds permanent wave. <laughs> Oh that man, was that, that was a good that was a good setup. I mean, that was like yeah, yeah, yeah. And after yeah, no rabbits were harmed in the making of that joke. No think, rabbits were harmed. But, but uh, yeah, I'll tell you that, what that 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 almost takes. I mean, if if we had an award for guest dad joke, um, that was <laughs> all right. That was awesome. Yeah, that for was. Sure. I'll take yeah, it. That was great. <laughs> all right, Travis, you uh, you brought this week's Arver, our dad I got joke you this week, so I'll let I got you, you. I'll let you. Yeah, you do it. So actually today I learned, so I, I grew up playing video games and uh, loved Mortal Kombat among others. And I learned that the, the game Mortal Kombat is actually based on an old Nordic children's song, which I thought was very interesting. Um, it's a Finnish hymn. Uh, <laughs> that's <great>. So stupid. <laughs> The stupider the better, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's great. Okay, so uh, we will move on to this week's magic questions. And before we started pressing record, we learned that you're close to Orlando, which is close to Disney World, which means, if so facto, if that's even how that phrase is said, that you will love this next bumper for the magic questions. I like the little turrets. Nice. With the t-shirts oh, yeah. on them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Good. All right, Travis, you ask the, the first here out of this list. All right. Um, I always like going this route. So tell us about a time uh, when something happened in your business that felt like a total failure. Oh, geez. 
where do I begin, right? I mean, there's, <laughs> I've, had, I've had plenty of those. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, I mean, I can think back to, you know, when I mentioned uh, I did Amazon FBA, I can think back to when I've, I've spent a couple thousand dollars on inventory only for it to um, – that particular product to get gated on Amazon when I was then I wasn't able to sell it, you know? Um, and at the time that was, does that happen to you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story when you're done here, but go ahead. Yeah. I mean, no, that was it. I mean, that just at the time, you know, now I can kind of laugh and giggle about it, but at the time, I mean, if you just wrote a check and you spent, you know, $1,800 on products and I've got <laughs> boxes in my living room and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. I cannot sell them anymore and you feel like you got the rug yanked out from under you and now I got, you know, all these products. I mean, it was it was pretty disheartening and devastating yeah. and, and um, that was a quick lesson in anytime you're selling on someone else's platform like Amazon or, or anyone <laughs> else, they yeah. control, they kind of, kind of, they, yeah, yep. they, they have the cards. You're you're kind of yep. doing what they tell you on their terms. Yeah, for sure. So yep. so just a quick question. I, I only say this because I have to relive the failure of this particular thing multiple times, at least once a month. Uh, so uh, we are doing FBA and we're going to private label something. And Travis and I are both avid poker players and avid in the fact that we love to play poker, right? <laughs> and so we thought, man, we should just make our own custom poker chips right and oh. there was a there was a idea that i had seen we were we were had a wholesale account with this guy who was selling chips that were based off of american currency and i just thought i like that idea i could do it better because the quality wasn't great so i'm going to improve upon it i'm going to call it the benjamins and it's going to be amazing so i did that mm -hmm. and then we did a colorado specific set and so in the the benjamin set i went with what the currency is five ten 20 50 100 right mm -hmm. traditionally poker chips are in 25s the great and you put the, the presidents on them yeah it looks like yeah, you, the front looks like you know the the front the of the dollar bill the back looks yeah. like the back so um did that and man i was excited everything looked great everything was numbers wise made sense we got we paid for the samples they produced them they shipped them over and then we re-ran the numbers and the the particular market or demand for these chips just tanked the ROIs were no longer great. So I spent yeah, three really months weird. just des designing these chips. And I was like, well, they won't go to waste because we play poker all of the time. So they are now a part of the amalgamation of poker chips that I have that we play with every <laughs> month. And every single time a new player shows up to this game, they look at that green chip and they say, why does this say $20 on it? And then I have to retell what I just told you. <laughs> every <laughs> single yeah, it is relive the pain every mm -hmm. time. Yeah, I just want to like tell them, like, you know what, you're done. You don't get any chips. So you get nothing. I don't want to hear it from you. So that's uh, my constant <laughs> reminder of that one time when I was super excited to do something, and then Amazon kicked me right in the shorts. Okay, so the yeah. next question. Uh, let's see if you. Oh, here's here's a good one that I like to talk about throughout your POD career. Talk about how important like mentoring and training has been. Do you have some people that you credit with like helping you kind of understand the business, whether it's an author, whether you know them, you don't know them, but like how important has that been in your journey to have someone that you can kind of go to for advice or glean off of their experience? Yeah, I think that's super important. Um, I didn't really have anyone face to face, you know, that was like in my 
you know, a close friend group or anything like that that did print yeah. on demand. But early on, I definitely joined some Facebook groups and um, mm -hmm. jumped on YouTube and, you know, read it, just kind of scouring, right? Trying to read sure. as much as I could. And, and yeah, you, you tend to find people that I think are their, their messaging resonates with you. You know, I found a couple of people yeah. that are like, wow, he explains yeah. that he or she explains things well, where that makes sense to me. So you follow them. And, yeah. and I was, I always tried to participate, you know, when I could about either leaving comments or asking questions. Um, I've jumped on a lot of live streams, um, you know, where people are doing things and, and, or, you know, you sure. can interact in the chat. Mm -hmm. And I was always like that guy that's like, Oh, I have a question or like, Hey, how can I learn this? Or like, Hey, here's what's worked for me, you know, because I really found that, when you're, you know, this, this isn't, uh, people think that like, you know, oh, there's print on demand. There's, there's, it's too saturated. There's too many sellers and I'm the opposite. I'm like, come on, it's a great opportunity. There's, there's yeah, countless sure. ways. And I, it yeah. doesn't matter if you come on because you're still going to have to put in the work. You're still going to have to create a, yeah. a good design. You know, the cream yeah. is going to rise to the top, but, That's right. um, you know, I didn't have any specific individual mentors, but I would say I definitely jumped into the community right? Virtually and, and have yeah. for years. Mm -hmm. And that's another reason why I want to start my YouTube because I want to give back and participate. I mean, it's fun to talk about this stuff. I mean, I, I, this it is. is an enjoyable thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fully agree. All right. All right, Travis, take the, the final question that we, all right. The one we always end with, um, it's the crystal ball question. So put on your, your turban and get your crystal ball out and tell us what you think the future of print on demand is. Okay. I thought about this a little bit. Um, I think big picture. Okay. Big picture print on demand is mm -hmm. that more and more companies, retailers, um, uh, platforms, e-commerce platforms, things like that. More and more people are going to shift to print on demand. I think, and that may not even be revolutionary. I don't know. If I tell my friends that have no idea what print on demand is, they're like, what are you talking about? But what I, <laughs> what I basically just mean is that, you know, gone are the days where, where people, you know, if you, if you ran a, a small clothing store, you had to buy, you know, 10 large shirts in black and 10 medium shirts in red and, you know, 10 smalls. I think mm -hmm. that print-on-demand itself is going to only get bigger way outside of apparel. I mean, we're talking about yeah. all kinds of different products. And mm -hmm. I think companies are going to click, that's going to click with them. And they're going to say, hey, what, instead of having all this inventory, why don't we just either outsource it with print-on-demand or, or create our own yeah. print-on-demand facilities? Then we don't have this storage issue and this inventory issue where we're only doing right. the work when the money comes in. I mean, just the, the business model and concept of it, I think we've only begun to scratch the surface, right? And I yeah. think in another yeah. five or 10 years, there's going to be print-on-demand stuff that like we would have never dreamed of, right? That <laughs> they're, they're going to be pumping out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Awesome. Well, man, Adam, thank you so much for coming on. First of all, you did it. You survived talking to us. Uh, it wasn't, hopefully it wasn't that bad, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, accomplishment nonetheless. Uh, no, but before, before we go, uh, go ahead and let people know where they can find you. Um, you know, YouTube, any social media that you're on, and then we'll add the, the links in the show notes so that people can easily access, 
um, how to find you. But yeah, take a second and, and plug your social media, websites, whatever you got to let people know how to follow you if they have questions, how, uh, how to get in touch. Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, YouTube, my YouTube channel is called Side Hustles Simplified with Adam Young. Um, and I think you can find it youtube.com slash at Side Hustles Simplified. Um, and then I, I'm on Instagram at Side Hustles Simplified and at, on TikTok at Side Hustles Simplified. So any of those platforms, um, I'm on there. Feel free That's to great, you know, send me a message or or drop a comment, and I'm happy to help or answer any questions. And um, thank you guys, seriously, for having me on. I mean, I was a total stranger. I just emailed you and was like, <laughs> hey, I'd love to be on and chat. And you guys sort of, you know, rolled the dice. So I really appreciate it. It was really nice to meet you guys. I'm definitely going to yeah, tune likewise. in on episodes. I'd love to have yeah. you on my channel sometime, and we can I can yeah. ask you guys some questions. Sure. I know you guys have a ton of other experience in different areas. In fact, one other quick thing, Travis, I think I saw an episode with you with Ryan Hogue where you talked about Walmart print on demand. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's, I would love to learn more about that. That's, that's on my to-do list for 2023. Sure. So I know you guys have a ton of knowledge. And um, so anyway, thank you. And I, I promise to return the favor. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. we look forward to it, man. We'd love to love to come on your show, whether it's, both of us together individually, whatever that looks like we're yeah, you, yeah the, no, the answer is yes. Just, awesome. just let us know. And we would love to, to hop on and, and chat. And uh, if you have nothing to do this weekend, just fly across the country to California. We'll be there at the trade show. If you just want to come out, hang out. <laughs> yeah. Long beach. ISS. Yeah, Long beach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Print on demand trade show there. So, but no, man, it was really great talking to you and we look forward to, to catching up again and uh, hearing about, all the new ventures and all the success that you continue to have. So uh, until then, man, it's, it's been great. Thank you very much, guys. It was nice to meet you both. Appreciate it. Likewise. All right. We want to thank Adam again for taking time out of his schedule to, to chat with us and, and talk all things POD, his journey, some of those golden nuggets, which I think Travis, I have a better idea. I think the next time someone drops a golden nugget, we mm -hmm. have them repeat it. And then we play this. Hmm. It's educational. Hey, the more you know. Uh, so yeah, lots of okay. lots of gets there. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Anything you took away, Travis, from from the the interview with with Adam that you think our listeners should uh, kind of maybe focus in on or rewind, listen again? What, what's your yeah. what's your will take? I mean, I know we just talked about Golden Nugget, and the the one that I loved, and I I said it in the interview was just the idea of you know starting up a, a niche print on demand site, um, yeah. and then on the side having, you know, a blog that you're really focusing in on and using yeah. that to kind of push pro or push people over to your print on demand site to purchase products. And, yeah. um, there's a lot of synergy that can be accomplished in that. Um, I mean, you, you could just have a site that had a blog on it that sold products. Of course you could do that <laughs> too. Sure. Um, but you know, I mean, there's, there's more than one way to skin the Eat proverbial or skin cat. a proverbial cat. Wait, so we didn't let the proverbial cat out of the bag, and now we're saying that there's Early. more than one way to let that proverbial cat. Is it in the bag still? Are yeah. we skinning it in the bag? I don't know. I, don't I know would happening. hope. If, if it's skinned, it should probably be put in a bag. <laughs> this is going yeah. way too south. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh, no cats so were harmed in the filming no, of this just, podcast. Yeah, I didn't know what to do. I was I'm confused. not sure what to do with my hands. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, it was great having Adam on again. You can find him on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, side hustle simplified, which I think that's a great name to me. Side hustle simplified. 
it's got, mm -hmm. got enough alliteration on there rolls off the tongue very cool name of of his channel so check him out we also uh know that he'll be joining the facebook group in the near future hopefully by the time this drops he'll have joined the group and so if you guys have questions for adam you can uh, ask them there as well and as always that is print on slash facebook is where you can go to join the conversation i just had a post today wel welcoming four or five new member members which is awesome uh, it's always good to see more people joining the show uh, and it's always a good time so with that being said we know that this one, the interview ran a little longer than we typically have interviews do, but it was a good conversation. So uh, we really enjoyed it. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to reach out to Attention us. Attention hotline fans. Like Adam did, and you want to ask us a question, or you want to even say, hey, I'd love to come chat with you guys. You can do that, like I said, printondemandcast.com slash Facebook. You can also email us, info at printondemandcast. If you don't... Uh, Dot com gotta add that on there just don't leave that off it won't go anywhere but if you guys don't do social media you can reach out to us there as well we are on instagram and youtube you can find that by going to printondemandcast.com slash instagram and slash youtube to find our content there as well and wherever there are podcasts the pod cast is there for your listening entertainment and education uh so we just ask that if you're on the apple podcast app leave us a review let us know what you think of the show favorite dad joke favorite guest favorite segment whatever it is just let us know we'd love to hear from you guys and then share the podcast share it on your social media feeds text it to your friends whatever you want to do but if you know someone that needs this information that could use uh this the content that we're producing let them know uh, because at the end of the day the reason and i travis are do are doing this is because we want to educate and help people kind of start on this journey of print on demand. So Travis, with that being said, anything else to add before we wrap this one up? Uh, I don't think so. Um, see you guys in ISS. If you are coming, please, you know, yes. hit us up Let us via know. email yeah. or on the Facebook page yeah. or something. I had someone can't somebody, somebody commented on one of our YouTube videos and said, Hey, see you in ISS. And I'm like, I hope so. Who um, are you? Let us know. <laughs> if you're if you're listening to that random commenter, <laughs> and uh, please go to Facebook, go to Instagram. Again, if you don't do either of those, email us. Let us know who you are uh, and how to yeah. contact you, because uh, we would legitimately love to meet up and and you know grab grab a bite to eat or a drink or whatever. And get a dad joke from you. And get a dad joke when you talk into the mic that will be held in the fancy new print on demand can cast my god i can't i can't talk i've done too much okay so we're gonna wrap this thing up right now uh for travis i'm josiah we'll see you next week right here on the print on demand cast see ya hey babe thanks for listening to this week's episode of the print on demand cast we hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular Show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.